Hello and welcome to Victoria's Secrets to Health and Happiness podcast. I am Victoria. Thank you for choosing me to be in your ear today. This podcast is dedicated to empowering you to break free from binge eating, find food freedom and release body shame amongst other juicy stuff of course. So I will be releasing a new episode every week and you can tune in to hear me share practical advice not so PG rated rants and I'll be interviewing amazing guests from the anti-diet movement self-help and self-love so with that being said enjoy the episode and if you like this podcast please share and please rate because it does allow me to help other people which is my mission in the world to help women feel amazing about themselves every damn day lots of love Awesome. Okay, I'm live on both. Hi, guys. Today, I'm talking about binge eating. Could you, are you shocked by the fact? Okay, so this article is called Why Do I Binge Eat and How Can I Stop Binge Eating? Which is the answer everyone is looking for when you want to give up binge eating. How do you stop? So, first of all, let me just give you guys a brief explanation of what actually. Hey, Project Pod, my reinvention, loving it. What exactly is, is binge eating disorder? Okay, so binge eating is eating a large amount of food in a short period of time. These episodes are shortly, straight away after you've eaten, all this guilt, shame, remorse, embarrassment comes. And those feelings are horrible, I know from personal personal experience. And mil- actually millions of people suffer from binge eating. Um, and binge eating disorder was only um, discovered as a disorder in 2013, which is actually quite, quite recent if you think about it. And when you say eating disorder, most people automatically think of anorexia or bulimia. But actually binge eating disorder is a lot more common than anorexia or um, bulimia. But I don't know about you, but this doesn't quite make sense because we're living in a world at the moment that is overflowing with um, all sorts of health information, thousands of diet advice, all claiming to be the magical cure for weight loss and happiness. We've got even got kind of lifestyle coaches saying that they're not selling diets when actually it's just a diet in disguise. Because why is there so many people suffering with binge eating disorder with all this health information out there. They're sat feeling sorry for themselves after they've eaten yet another size super pizza, another size super pizza, another super size pizza and a tub of Ben and Jerry's and they're wondering what's wrong with them. Well, let me tell you this and I say this all the time and I'm gonna keep continuing to say this until it sinks in for you guys. Diets do not work. They work until they don't work. So unless you can realistically be on whatever diet you're following at this moment forever, there's no point in being on one because that's when the binge eating happens. So I'll explain more about that in a moment. But let's be honest, if you suffer from binge eating, it totally sucks. It not only affects your quality of life, how you feel about your body, your sense of well-being and your health, but basically it makes you feel like a crazy person. There you are, sat in your car, parked up down the street, 
from your house, frantically shoving food in your throat before someone catches you in the act. And you feel like the biggest failure there ever was. And that is speaking from experience. I actually used to do that. So despite all of that, it feels impossible to stop binge eating. But I do have good news for you because it is totally possible to stop. Even if you're sat there thinking, but I'm different, I haven't um, been able to do this before and all these reasons why it won't work for you. It absolutely will, I promise you that because I was one of those people a few years ago saying it would nothing would ever stop me from binge eating even though I wanted to so desperately. So there's just some work to be done to get you there and it does not involve training your willpower or sewing up your mouth, okay? <laughs> so people often confuse binge eating, by the way, with emotional eating and they're two different things but often people binge eat and emotionally at the same time so i have done a different episode specifically for emotional eating which you can check out on my um blog podcast and youtube channel if you're interested so the causes then of binge eating the cause of the hashtag number one reason to have binge eating disorder is because you don't like your body that's it. And I'm being serious. It's the end. You don't like your body and that's it. That's the reason that causes binge eating disorder. And let me be more clear about what I mean about this. I personally believe for 99% of women, diets and restriction cause binge eating. More about that in a moment. But why do we even diet in the first place? Think about it. If we didn't ever feel the pressure or the need to change our bodies, then would we even diet? If we loved ourselves exactly the way we were, would we frantically be trying to make ourselves smaller? If we had no society ideal of a specific body shape or size to compare ourselves to, what would we be striving to look like? And if we hadn't learned to fear fat, like our lives literally depended on it, would we feel shame and hatred towards the, the fat on our own bodies? If none of the above were a reality, would millions of people even struggle with their health and weight to begin with? Or would they just go about their lives eating intuitively, moving their bodies in a way that feels natural to them without even thinking about it? There's some really powerful questions to ask yourself. So binge eating, them is a natural response to restriction. So let me say that to you again. Binge eating is a natural, healthy form of response to restriction. I'm going to go through the different types of restrictions now. See if you can recognize where you are in each of these categories, or you might be in most of the categories. So physical restriction, aka, aka, those cookies are not going in my mouth no matter how much I'm drooling right now. That's physical restriction. You're probably extremely familiar with this kind. Like no matter how much you want the thing, you're just not going to let yourself have the thing. Mental restriction. Okay, this is so important. So listen up. This is what people don't understand. This is why I hear so many women say to me over and over again, I've given up dieting and now I can't stop eating Nutella out of a jar which was basically me and that's exactly what I did and exactly what I said to my coach when I had given up quote unquote given up dieting okay let me explain one thing I find over and over again 
and that of myself from personal experience as well, is that nine times out of 10, women who give up dieting are still thinking like dieters. So their emotional response to food is the same as if it would be if they were still actively restricting food. Let me just say that again, because it's really difficult to get your head around it. So your emotional response and your physical response to restriction aka wanting to hoard food wanting to eat lots of food wondering that it's going to be taken away from you it's your body reacts the same way if you're emotionally restricting instead of physically restricting i'm going to talk more about it in a minute so if you still don't get it don't worry so people that emotionally restrict they're still conscious of everything they eat and it usually extremely judgmental of what they eat as well and they feel ashamed whenever they're thinking they've eaten too much from some imaginary line that you've decided to draw for yourself once you pass that line even though you're technically not dieting anymore you're still eating the things you're still not okay with what your behaviors are so you're often still trying to control yourselves around food even if not technically following a certain plan or a specific way of eating. And generally speaking, you maintain a moralistic fear-based perception of food rather than feeling gratitude, joy, and pleasure from the life-sustaining force that food actually is. It's there to be enjoyed. You see dieting and the compulsive behaviors associated with it has little to do with what you are or what you're not putting in your mouth and everything to do with how you feel and think what you put in your mouth. So normal eaters don't really give a shit what they eat or what they don't eat. They just either feel physically full or uncomfortable or healthy and vibrant. They're not beating themselves up for eating something that they quote unquote shouldn't be eating. So if you've given up dieting, yet you're still judging the shit out of yourself, when you're eating pizza, wondering why you don't feel all happy and liberated yet from giving up dieting, it's because you're not mentally allowing yourself to have the pizza. You're allowing the physical act, for example, eating the pizza, but you're not mentally allowing it. Basically, you're constantly thinking this can't be okay. And when when we see food as bad or, or wrong, it's impossible to stop ourselves from doing it because food is pleasurable, food is delicious, we need to eat to survive, it's a survival instinct, so I'll talk more about that in a minute, but the difference between, for example, drugs and food addiction is we can live extremely vibrant health without taking drugs. We cannot live without eating food. Okay, so I'll talk more about why you can't continue just to eat clean, natural food in a moment. But that's why it, you can't be addicted to food because it's a biological response. You need it to live. So this is where the lines get crossed over people saying, oh, well, just don't binge eat. Just don't eat emotionally. Just eat this and don't eat that. It, it's not as easy as that because we have a biological drive that we just cannot override. Okay, so if you're still sat there nodding your head, but still unsure why you can't just eat fresh whole food as nature intended, then keep reading that's coming or keep listening that's coming. Because in a nutshell, unless your thinking changes, neither will your behaviors around food, which is why I talk so much about mindset in my programs. Because dieting is not an action, it's a state of mind. 
So dieting is not an action, it's a state of mind. Force restriction, that was a long-winded talk about emotional restriction, but force, re force restriction is another form of restriction. And it is heartbreaking to say, but some people are forced to restrict food from a young age being abused as a child in the form of starvation or food restriction in some way can cause harmful consequences in adult life. And unfortunately, I've had that experience, not with myself, but with the clients that I've helped on their journey. And it's just, it's crazy what they've been through. But this type of restriction is usually paired with forced exercise or constant weighing or measuring of the child and harmful words thrown at them, such as this is an actual quote, from one of my clients you're too fat to go to school you've got to lose more weight and then you can eat again like no wonder you have food problems when you're older if that's what your childhood was like so it's an it's inevitable then that that child will grow up to have issues around food despite the desperate need um to eat but they'll be so used to trying to manipulate their body because that's all they've ever been taught by dieting and we all know that dieting and binge eating go hand in hand. So the last form of restriction then is probably quite common and it's unwilling restriction. So some people can't afford to buy the food their bodies need and crave. Some people have to live day by day and eat whatever they can afford. And when these people then get the opportunity to eat with no limits, they eat to excess and most likely with urgency, which again will probably sound familiar. So the question you've probably all been waiting for, as I, after I talked about food being a biological need, and you're wondering, well, why can't I just eat clean whole food then? Because that's still food. So the reason why you can't stick at clean eating then, are you ready for this? It's gonna blow your mind. And also you're gonna get loads of, oh, that's why moments. So let me know if you do. So if you're a chronic dieter and you're stuck in a diet binge cycle, there's a reason why you can't stick to clean eating. It doesn't matter how many times Nancy from Instagram tells you, oh, it's just easy, just quit sugar, then you'll stop craving sugar. Well, it's not that easy for us, Nancy, and I'm gonna tell you why. Don't know where the name Nancy came from, by the way. It's not your lack of willpower, which is the reason that you can't stop daydreaming about giant houses made of chocolate filled with, filled with all things delicious, sickly and sweet, and all waiting for you to indulge until your heart is content. Or is that just me that day, actually daydreams about things like that? Um, so you take yourself off to the nearest shop in an attempt to satisfy the craving you've been dreaming about because you're not allowing yourself to have the things. So maybe your thing is chips, maybe it's cheese, but you get the gist. I'm gonna use chocolate because I speak from personal experience and I, I love chocolate. So do yourself a favor and just imagine that you were in an actual real life famine. Everything in your life would become about food. Your body would be sending you extreme signals to find food, hoard food, eat a lot of food whenever possible, eat as much fat and as sugar as you can when you can. Does that sound familiar? If your body didn't do this, it would actually, you would actually die. And I know that's back in the day, but our biology has not caught up to how we live in this modern world. So your body is actually trying to take care of you by, by doing this, by giving you this biological response to eat the second you restrict. So this is what happens when you either go on a diet or check this, even think about going on a diet. 
So even if you're thinking about going on a diet, your body is going to physically make you eat more food. I'm gonna explain. So it happens, by the way, this response happens even more intensely and even more quickly if you've already been dieting for a long time. That's why you totally rocked that diet all those years ago and now you can't stick to a diet even for a day. Like legitimately, that's how it goes. You can stick to a diet for like maybe like six months and then as you, the more diets you do, the more, I want to swear, the more shit you are at sticking to them and this is why. So when your body thinks it's being restricted of food in any way, when you do find food and start eating, everything inside overrides whatever rationalizing willpower you've had so far. So if you try to stop eating halfway through the food that you're binging on, you probably wouldn't actually be able to stop. A herd of elephants wouldn't be able to stop you from eating if you've got dieting mentality, which is emotional restriction. So this is what your body does for survival. It is wired to do this and biology will always win eventually. So let me ask you this. How does your body come up with all this nonsense? You probably, I used to think that too. I was like, well, gee, thanks for being on my side, buddy. But because of your thoughts and actions and restrictions around food, I must restrict this. I can't have much of that. I'm, I'm not allowing myself to eat carbs. I'm starting my diet tomorrow. Maybe you're thinking, yes, but I'm not in a real life famine. There's plenty of food in the shop down the road, right? Your body doesn't know that. Like legitimately, your body does not know that, unfortunately, okay? So when the body gets signals from the brain that there's either a famine happening or a famine on its way, thank you, I'm getting lots of praise. Um, so let me say that again. When your body signals the brain that there's either a famine happening, aka famine is restriction, or restriction on its way, you guys are completely underestimating the mind here. It automatically gets to work organizing all of your hormones and biochemical reactions, which is what your cravings come from. So it's getting ready for a period of famine restriction. And you know, whatever happens when your body thinks it's in a famine or about to be in one, you can't stop eating. You hoard food, you want to eat all the food, you just become like this crazy person around food. So that's why people who have never really dieted before or never really restricted, they don't actually have a problem with binge eating because they've not created that cycle for themselves where their body is like screaming at them to eat because you're going to restrict again. So it's, it's self-developed, but it's not our fault because of the media and all of that stuff. That's another topic, but it's not our fault. So normal eaters, quote, because what is a normal eater? They don't think like a dieter. And remember, dieting is not an action, it's a state of mind. Their bodies have no reason to demand they eat a whole jar of Nutella in one sitting because these are called normal eaters. And before, I'm kind of like three quarters of the way through, it's a very long one today, but it's really important. I just want to share a story of the power of the mind. Like, check this. Before I let you in on the secret on how to stop thinking like a dieter and therefore stop binge eating, I want to convince you about how powerful the mind actually is. So there's a true story about Nick Sitzman. I hope I said his name right. Um, this is linked in my blog, so you can actually go and read the article for yourself, of a strong um, young man who worked in a train on a train crew, right? 
It seemed Nick had everything. He had a healthy body, ambition, a wife, two children, many friends. However, Nick had one fault. He was a worrier. He worried about everything and he usually feared the worst. So one midsummer day, the train crew, excuse me, were informed that they could quit an hour earlier to honor um, someone's birthday. So accidentally, this Nick guy was locked in a refrigerator boxcar at the end of the, the train and all the workmen had left the site. So Nick panicked and he banged and shouted until his fists were all bloody and his voice was hoarse and nobody heard him. I can't, if I can't get out, I'll freeze to death in here. Oh my God, I'm gonna die, he was thinking. So wanting to let his family and his wife know exactly what had happened to him, Nick found a knife and began, began to etch words into the wooden floor. And he wrote, it's so cold, my body is getting numb. If I could just go to sleep, these may be my last words. The next morning, the crew slid open the heavy doors of the boxcar freezer and found Nick dead. An autopsy revealed that every physical sign of his body indicated that he had frozen to death. And yet, I literally have cold shivers right now, the refrigerator um, unit of the car was not even working. So the temperature inside indicated 55 degrees C, um, degrees Fahrenheit. So Nick had literally killed himself from worrying and genuinely thinking he was going to die. Your mind is so freaking powerful, guys. Like, whoa. Like, seriously, this is a true story. And there's so many other stories like that. You can literally think yourself into anything physical. It's, it's amazing. So this is why negative thinkers always seem to have everything go wrong for them. And that's why positive thinkers always seem to, like, get lucky, as others would suggest. But mindset is everything. So in short, when you think I'm starting my diet tomorrow, your body reacts to these thoughts and sends you into a crazy person around food and acts like you're actually already in a famine. So your body thinks I best get it all in now before I have to go without. So your body has learned to strengthen this behavior from the past million times you've been on diets or restricted before. And I was actually anorexic as a teenager. So my body totally freaks out if I even ever think about restricting because your body never forgets. And it's just like absolutely no way you're not doing that again. So that's why you are different to quote unquote normal eaters if you've been eating and chronic dieting you're just making that circle even stronger and harder to get out of the more you diet and binge. So what the hell can you do to stop binge eating? Don't worry too much, even though I've just gave you like a whole load of to deal with, because you really can learn how to stop binge eating by learning how to think like a normal eater. So I'm not even gonna pretend it's easy, okay, I'm not, but it is 1 million percent worth it. You've heard me talk a lot about mindset and the answer really is in this mindset change and shifting your perception around food and your body image and I would love to tell you exactly right now exactly what to do for this process but it's not something that can just be said in a video after already this video is really quite long. It does really involve you listening to audio lectures, completing worksheets, practice using tools and strategies that work to shift your perception 
It means you taking guided, bold action steps towards ditching the diets and learning how to actually make friends with your body. Like imagine that. Imagine actually not looking in the mirror and hating yourself. That is possible, trust me. Um, and you do really need to be supported and coached through the tough times. Okay, and I did just describe, I'm just doing a plug-in right now, I did just describe my food freedom and body confidence program. But seriously, honestly, it's quite a simple process, but it's not easy. That's the thing. It does all make sense. So when you start to understand how and why you got in the position that you are in with food and how you feel about your body, you know how to then move forward and what to do next. So you can get yourself out of this diet binge cycle for good. And it is amazing when you do, absolutely amazing. So let me show you how. Have a look on my bio on Instagram, on Facebook, it's also in the About Me section. Um, and check out my Food Freedom and Body Confidence course. And if you've watched this video, I'm offering you 50% off the bronze option. It's a five month course to literally learn how to stop dieting, feel like you actually like your body and to feel completely normal around food. And you can do it, I promise you. It can be done. If I can do it, you guys can do it. But check out my um, blog, because it's in written form if you prefer to read it as well. And number one is stop dieting. Number two is stop weighing and measuring yourself. Number three is learning how to eat intuitively and listen to your body. But intuitive eating does not heal your relationship with food, which is why I'm different to a, a Pacific intuitive eating coach. Number five, you need to address emotional eating and work out how to have other self-care actions in place of eating, but without saying instead of, I talked about this a lot in emotional eating, because once we say we can't do something, we want to do it even more. And you need to know why you binge eat and how to stop, which is what I've just talked about in this video. So if you need help, reach out to me. Thank you for watching today. I love you all as as always, and have a beautiful day. Mwah. Love you guys. And future live video. Oh, cool. Download video. Okay, Facebook, I'm still live with you. Thank you for watching. Oh, Claire, watch. Yay. Love you all, guys. Speak to you soon.